Hi everyone, my name is Gujan, aka Gigi. And I'm Victoria. And this is Mika. And this is... A oh, Word at the Table. At the table. Um, today we're going to be talking about a topic that I think a lot of people go through. I think everyone can say that they went through this. Um, it's called church hurt and, um, church hurt is basically like pain from people from the church and people you don't really expect to, um, get hurt by, but you know, it happens. And so we just wanted to talk about it, unpack it and, and just, um, bring God into the conversation. Uh, but before we get into the topic about church hurt, we just have an icebreaker question. And the question is, um, what is it about choices that's hard to make? I, I would say like the mental gymnastics of weighing out all the options and like even, okay, lately when I'm like really, really overwhelmed, even thinking about like what I want to eat, like it's just, it just wow. overwhelms me. I'm just like, okay, so, but it, I, I just had McDonald's and I'm trying <laughs> to do my budget and this is like, like legit. Sometimes it's just like thinking about all of the little things that could happen, like the variables, boom. Are we feeling mm. like Dr. Strange with the thing? <laughs> it's too much sometimes. Where did Dr. Strange be looking into so many? <laughs> <laughs> That's me with lunch. That's <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> um I would say for me like possibly like uh, kind of like what you said mm. and I think bringing it to God and like waiting mm -hmm. I think waiting to me is hard because I get impatient and I'm like God what, what should I do I, I'm gonna do what I want mm -hmm. anyway <laughs> like um it's just and even if it's a small choice or a big choice whatever it is I think the waiting part for me the options like you said like there's so many options and like also too you can just kind of be spinning in blackness thinking about all of the all of the different ways mm. to like how something can go and how like and it's like yeah I think um I think the waiting to hear from God because sometimes I don't and then um also the options and the many possibilities of whatever choice it might be I think that's that's kind of difficult for me yeah I agree with that and I think for me it's um knowing that sometimes like depending on the choice you make the consequence can be permanent um so sometimes I go deep into like okay if I make this choice what does this mean um not about lunch <laughs> I mean <laughs> but sometimes I'm stressed about like what what I'm hungry but I have no um like desire Appetite. to eat anything yeah I hate that yeah um but that's a separate issue like <laughs> but yeah I think just like thinking okay if I make this choice this has real repercussions and am I am I seeing all of the angles mm -hmm. am I seeing all the possibilities and of course you don't see all the possibilities because it's just life doesn't work that way but yeah I I, I stress about that a little bit oh, yeah 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 and I think another part too is like if you get too stressed out about all of the possibilities or whatever the case is it's like you kind of cripple yourself in making a decision 
Like you don't even make a decision at some point. <laughs> so I think they say it's like your brain goes into fight or flight. And then there's a third mm. option, freeze. It's like when you just, wow. you don't know. You're just like, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I feel like that's the most dangerous Mm. because then you're just stagnant mm-hmm. you know so yep so I guess we'll get into the topic about church hurt and my first question for my co-host is why do you think that there's such a stigma attached to church hurt versus like different types of hurt like what makes church hurt so different and so hurtful <laughs> I feel like, because especially um, talking to people who have quote unquote left the church, like, oh, I grew up in church, but you know, I don't go anymore. I feel like church hurt is different because you kind of feel like it's on you that everyone is like being mean or like it's on you that this happened. Like the, um, the church isn't wrong. I just don't fit in. So I'm going to be out. And, you know, so it's kind of like, you don't put the onus on those people. You put it on you. And like, that's why I don't go to church. Cause you know, uh, uh, like, oh, yeah. Like I'm gonna, it's gonna burn up. Once yeah. I walk in the yeah. Door. It's like, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I think for me, I, it's like from, I think when you are in church, you expect people to be like God. Um, and that's an unrealistic expectation because they're people, people are going <laughs> to fail you. They're going to be just as messed up as people who aren't outside the church. Mm-hmm. But Sometimes think, more so. Right. And I think so, but I think we, we um, expect them to be better and do better because they should know better. Um, but, you know, mm. oftentimes it's not the case. And for me specifically, like, I, it's not just, I think whenever people are in leadership positions, especially inside the church, I hold them to a higher standard um, mm-hmm. because, you know, I, 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 it's, I still, they're still human, but I can't help it, but say, okay, well, you're pastor. You're out in church. You're a deacon, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I hold people, it, yeah. It's harder for me when those people like mess up, it's harder for me to forgive them or find compassion because I'm like, you should know better. Like to whom much <laughs> is given, much is required. Mm-hmm. you should not be messing up like this <laughs> yeah exactly and especially like when they're older too you're like but should not be looking up to you <laughs> not the other way around where I'm giving dropping some gems like what is what is going and on here it's not even in a sense of like when they mess up because obviously when somebody messes up um and they're like repentful like oh I'm sorry I cheated on my wife Ooh. you're like oh, okay I kind of get it it's kind of like when the like elders in the church are almost self-righteous with what mm. they're doing and you know and it's like yeah. this is like they, they standing strong on this and yeah. it's like mm-hmm. oh, okay heard you all right I'm gonna just go I'm gonna just go like yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like, like so there's no this is not gonna change okay got it you know yeah and I think like when someone's older it's harder for them mm-hmm. to accept like there's something that they can change like there's something that's not right there's something that they could do better because they just get stuck in their ways Mm -hmm. and they just think that you know I do this I do all these things I'm just a religious person so I'm right you are wrong yeah yeah yeah. so 
And it kind of reminds me a little bit of like in the Bible, all those religious people that were always like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like, hey, those are the people that killed Jesus. Those are the people that was like, that one. We don't like yeah. him. <laughs> and they had all of these rules and all of these things. And then Jesus was like, and like literally telling Jesus himself, like, this is not what mm. you're supposed to do. It's like, you're going to so, do miracles on the Sabbath? Oh, no, no. We don't like yeah. this guy. He got to go. Right. Yeah, like self-righteousness is really something that could trip you up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's- Because you don't walk away from that. You don't, you you know, I am right, you know? Like, you don't realize that, but you're not, you're not God right. You know, like it's not, Mm. (laughs) you're not doing what God wants you to do. You're doing, you you put yourself in some some God-like position and what you feel that you want to do, that's what's right to do. So you're like leading yourself. Mm-hmm. and then you just smack god on it yeah <laughs> like yeah god, it's the god, god brand but god's like hold on i didn't sign off on this right. why, are you, why are you doing this in my church Where did you come from? Yeah. so uh, what kind of church hurt stories have you heard oh my god the ones with sexual abuse always hurt me the most oh, yeah always hurt me the most because mm. it's like especially because i i used to work with kids so it's like my kids trust me. Like they'll, they'll hop up in my car. They're like, you know, mm-hmm. like they see me as their teacher. They trust me. And like to think of some people taking advantage of that. And then mm-hmm. of course, when I hear that and people are like, oh, I haven't gone to church ever since. Uh, I get it. Uh, who am I to be like, oh, I, I'll try. Mm-hmm. But like, I get it. That's a type of wound and hurt that only God, like an intimate relationship with God can heal, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I hear that way too That's often. Sad. That's not like a one time, especially no mm. shade, especially the Catholic church. Like my yeah. goodness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's true. I think that's where my mind went too. Like mm-hmm. where pastors will, will, or leaders in the church will take advantage. And mm-hmm. then I, I haven't heard like so much stories where women take advantage of true true yeah i don't know if those are just unspoken or if it's just but i usually usually hear about men abusing their power Mm -hmm. um and like i know like people personally who've been through that and it's like it's it's not an uncommon thing um Mm -hmm. and it's sad yeah yeah i was thinking about women that um you know get pregnant outside of uh, marriage I think that, that it's just looked at as like how dare you yes. you like you like like a killer like you know <laughs> bring it to the stake like it's like such a um a negative response to it and it's like you know she didn't get pregnant on her own like she didn't get pregnant by herself like and God like, actually gave her that baby I'm just saying and, you know? You know, even when like the guy and the woman are part of the same church they put more blame on the woman than the oh, man. Yeah. Oh, girl you're too, you're too loud right now and even like back in the day like women would have to apologize yeah they would have to yeah. go to the church not even, don't say back in the day because like there are literally stories right now and mm. hopefully I'm not you know certain churches very big big churches mm. you know like stories mm-hmm. that came out like two or three years ago of the youth pastor having an inappropriate relationship with one of the girls and then the girls get pregnant and this and the third the youth pastor still has his position and doesn't have to apologize it's the girl that has to apologize yeah yeah i don't understand i don't understand mm. but okay 
We might have to edit that out because I don't want it to sound <laughs> too gossipy. Like, well, <laughs> you didn't say the name of the church that we like. Mm. That's what you're fine. Um, but yeah, I've heard th- those stories. Um, even like um, just like the pressure for people to get married, even if they know that that's, this is not, not a situation that either of them should be in. There's a pressure for people to get married. It, it just mm. it's just like more respect if you're like married instead of the image. Like, yeah, yeah. They they they're like, oh, he abused you. It's okay. Or imagine. she abused you. It's all right. Work it out. Like domestic violence. Like no. Imagine going to a hospital, right? And they're more concerned about you looking healthy than you actually being right. Like, like you said that you coughed it up. Take this cough drop, but my lungs to eat the cough drop. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna need you to stop coughing right. up in this hospital. All right, you're embarrassing us, and they're like, I, I need to be looked at. Though. <laughs> yeah. or, like you go on there with a with a sprained ankle, they're like, you walk. Yeah, come on. Like, you don't need that crutch. You've been to this hospital twice. You're embarrassing us. I'm gonna need you to heal. All right. Yeah, that is so true. That's really yeah. sad, but I think that's like the approach that the. I would I, I can't even say the old church. I feel like the it's still in the modern church too. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's something that will stop. It probably won't. As long it as won't. Are involved. it won't because it's like it's the enemy um working in the church to kind of like push people who need the church out. Mm-hmm. It's it, you're like more more so um look towards you more so look towards like images and titles and this, that, and the third. And you find comfort in like, oh, I'm a good person because this, that, and the third. You find more comfort in your works as opposed to like actually changing you and then changing other people who need authenticity. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you this question because this is something that um, my husband brings up a lot. Uh, and he's like, whenever the, like a pastor's preaching and they're like, you know, I had this couple come to me in counseling. <laughs> like, they'll yeah, and tell the whole business. Like, they don't, they share it without sharing who it is. But he always gets bothered by that. And I'm like, because he, he, he says, you know, like, it's supposed to be a confidential session, whether, like, you should not be referring to it in any sort of public setting even if you're not revealing the name yeah so for him i think like that's his church hurt (laughs) oh that happened to him that sucks yeah so i don't know i don't know if it's like like for me i see like there's validity to that right but Mm -hmm. should you know pastors and leaders not share those types of Mm. they're not supposed to because mm. one oh, first of all, one when you're on the pulpit you're supposed to be led by god you're not supposed to be sitting there yeah. spilling tea talking about well you know <laughs> which a lot of people do a lot yeah. of people do that and i feel like honestly i understand sharing something to help someone else like oh you know this person went through this and this is how i helped their mm-hmm. marriage mm-hmm. there's no reason for you to be saying that in a sermon on a pulpit like mm-hmm. i don't i don't think that that was appropriate at mm-hmm. all i think that that's something he just shared just to share and it was un- even if he didn't say the the names mm-hmm. i don't think that that's appropriate set a setting because i do understand sharing something so that people can understand how maybe you worked it out or how you right. got through it 
that's different. That's like, like discernment. You, you ask, like, oh, can I share this testimony? Like, this is great. Like, yeah. You ask the possible, you know, yeah. Is that okay? I won't mention your name. He didn't mm-hmm. do that or she didn't do that. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that that's that's not that's not right. Yeah. Yeah, that's not okay. And and that's insensitive. Like, I think, yes, you can, if it's under certain circumstances, there's mm-hmm. understanding, like you said, with the couple, it's discernment to help someone else. If it's not to bring anyone closer to God, then there was no reason for it. Mm-hmm. There was no yeah. reason for it. So, being, being messy on the pulpit helps nobody. Because, exactly. yeah, like, not only are you hurting the people that you're talking about, you make it other people who might want, like, that's can't talk about, well, I'm not coming to this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not coming to this. Or people in the, in the congregation wondering who it is. Yeah, that's like, what I know. Oh, I think that's Neskian. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Because, like, or even that particular pastor, like, sharing, oh, so-and-so had a drug abuse issue. Like, not so-and-so. Like, someone had a drug abuse issue, but God healed them and, like, okay, um, I hear you, but then there are certain amount, like there are certain details that shared that you could kind of connect. Yeah, because like Brother Patrick in the back of the world. You know? <laughs> and you're like, I think it's Brother Patrick. <laughs> just because he itched his neck, maybe he had an itch on his back. He's tweaking right now. He's tweaking. Like, nah, 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 nah. People try to validate it. And that's happened to me too. That's happened to me too, where someone was just like, yeah, you know, I've gone through this and da da da. And I'm like, who are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And, and, you, and it just makes you feel like, what? Excuse you? Like, who's to say how you even felt comfortable with that? Yeah. Ooh, that um, is like, I still, I, I know I always periodically bring that up. Mm-hmm. But, and I guess Rev Kev said, brother kev said um it depends on your discernment that you get from god but it's just like sometimes i don't know where telling my truth ends and then like like you know kind of talking about somebody else begins you know oh, we talked about that yeah. he said it's basically how you approach the situation he was like i can go to my sister and be like oh Gigi, um Gigi hurt me and this is what happened da, da, da. or i could be like yo Gigi did this has she done that to you too okay. like he was yeah. like it depends on how you're saying it he was like it's okay to vent but he was like sometimes people aren't venting it's to gossip and to make more drama mm. so it depends on your intent yeah like if i say i have problems with Gigi, and then i'm trying to sway you to have problems with Gigi too mm-hmm. and then draw division mm-hmm. in you between like your relationship with Gigi rather than just like you know seeking advice maybe yeah okay. unless like you know Gigi's like a scammer and it's like <laughs> did Gigi also take $500 for me? I just want to know I just want to know <laughs> Gigi had to I'm out here driving <laughs> so um i mean we kind of talked about it a little bit but have you two experienced church hurt mm, okay so i experienced it um let me not use words i don't know how to use like transdentally like 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 other through other people like i've mm-hmm. i've seen how it's affected other people because like I've grown up in the church. My whole squad is basically, yeah, we've all <laughs> grew up in the, almost the same church. So I've seen a number of my friends go through their own stuff. And I guess when it came knocking on my own door, I was just like, oh, okay. 
like I didn't know how to deal with someone I don't know how to again this is I'm trying to figure out how to tell my truth without you know telling mm-hmm. somebody else's business but like somebody that I'm working with somebody that I'm praying with somebody that I'm trying to grow ministry with is sitting there talking about me like I'm praying praying with her she's talking about me she's sitting there going on tour to other people in the church making me the punchline like like spreading lies too so it hurt me in a sense of one I felt like I couldn't trust her I couldn't trust the people that she was talking to, it made me not want to do the ministry anymore because all y'all is fake. Like it, it, it turned me from a woman to grace to a city girl. Like why am I sitting here <laughs> bitter in the church talking about mm, real? Life? You know, like like I didn't want to be that person. You know, like, act up. Yeah, you gonna get smashed up? Why am I in here? Why am I in church singing that? I was bitter, and like I'm still working through that. But like the way it hurt me it's kind of like she represented the whole church to me like she hurt me and I felt like I couldn't trust her or anybody that was cackling with her about me Mm -hmm. because like you can't you can't sit there and sit there and talk to a bunch of people about me and not one person is like oh you know Mm -hmm. this is where my mind is going because you can't you can't like have a one-sided conversation you were having conversations Mm -hmm. with a bunch of people about me Mm -hmm. I feel hurt I'm sitting there trying to you know do God's work teach the kids and stuff like that and I feel uncomfortable here Mm -hmm. I feel bitter here Mm -hmm. you know yeah that's valid Mm. it's one thing if if the approach is okay I have this problem with Victoria we talked about it I'm trying to work through it let's you know can you give me some advice rather than like trying to whisper things about victoria to other people no apparently there were jokes they were like it was like it was one um commentary about me and like you know a punchline like everything i'm doing is like peculiar and it's funny and it's like that hurts me it makes me feel rejected and it makes me feel like you don't belong here. It literally, you might as well, it's like, I hear the enemy saying, you don't belong here. Yeah. All right, heard you, I'm out. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not trying to come here and be uncomfortable every Sunday. Like, how does my spirit get better by being uncomfortable and bitter every Sunday? No, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, I hear that. Um, I would say for me, some church hurt that I've dealt with, um, it was basically feeling like if I don't serve it's like I'm not really a part of the church like it was kind of like a a work type of environment um and it just felt like people only hit you up to be like to to like save you for like if like to just to build that relationship just so that they know when they need something I'm gonna ask Mm. like I, I and and I really tried not to be like, okay, nah, it's not like that. No, you know, maybe they don't. Benefit of doubt. Yeah, give people the benefit of the doubt. And then, nope, that favor comes, that that question comes. Like, oh, I'm having this. Can you help me here? Can you do this? Like, was that why you were hitting me up? Mm-hmm. Was that why you were hitting me up? And I'm not saying that I can't serve. Like, I don't mind serving. No. I don't mind helping. I don't mind doing those things. But when it feels like you're only being hit up for that, 
And then when you're not involved and you don't hear from people, you're just like, there's a certain type of loneliness that happens when you just have functional relationships. Like if mm-hmm. it's not just like, hey, how you been? Uh, uh, let me care about you as a person. If it's just like, oh, um, I need this. You know, mm-hmm. like if it's just a function, like you my coworker, you my, mm-hmm. uh, like we're just working together. It's it's still very lonely, bro. Mm-hmm. It's still very, very lonely. Yeah. Wow, that that is a, a gem, that functional. Yo, nah, mm-hmm. stop playing because I actually got that from an article in Good Housekeeping. It was a whole <laughs> article, yes. Hey. I was reading it. I was like, mmm. Oh, if anyone doesn't know, that's Mika's old job. Yeah, so, like yeah. I felt like Mika put me on to good housekeeping because it's like you were featured in the magazine, and I was like, let me let me pick up this magazine that my friend in. And I was like, oh, Mika, 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 Cause I, I've definitely experienced that. I think for me, like my mind went back to being younger and I, I went through a phase of growing up where I didn't want to wear dresses or skirts. Mm. I just wanted to wear pants. And at that time I, we were attending a Haitian church and wearing pants in the church is a no, no. You might as yeah. well come with guns blazing. Like yeah, what are you doing? I have <laughs> and they oh. made me feel so bad about wearing pants. And to the point where my mom left the church and she was like, you're not going to shame my daughter. And, you know, we went to a different church, still another Haitian church, <laughs> but we went, we changed venues. Like, but it's, I think that one, like shaming me about what I wear just because mm. I'm wearing pants and someone even made a comment. And again, I was pretty young about my hips and it's like, probably a woman right yes yeah oh my god the arsenal yo middle-aged and old haitian no middle-aged and old church women they police the absolute crap out of young women's bodies and their attire it's like you know what not even young because remember that article that i sent you um, with erica campbell and it's like mama is wearing full length dress and they were like my goodness how uncomfortable do you want to make me like like you're not gonna give me anxiety when i'm just taking out my clothes bro you're not doing that yeah yeah um i think and that's something that that occurs way too much like yeah and i also feel like there's this like pressure for like women not to tempt your Mm. brother in christ and i'm like what, like how about you tell my brother in Christ to, to just calm down? Yeah, and that's not the of the spirit is self-control. That is, that's included in there. Yeah, but no, it's me. It's because I had a blouse. Like that, right. I'm the issue, not the fact that the man has a lustful problem. I'm out to run into every restaurant. Like, how dare you out here making your food smell mad good? I'm walking. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be my best life, and you got me. Right. <laughs> I'm about to just start doing that, bringing all the energy right. to every, every, every cinnamon. <laughs> like, how dare you, cinnamon? How dare you? Close this up. Close this up. So people are here on diets, okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, oh. So, yeah. <laughs> it's not my yeah. fault. <laughs> yeah. So, what things have you guys done to get over church hurt, or like, how are you even processing? Because for me, I'm still processing it. Yeah. I'm still going through it. But like, I would say for myself, mm. I'm I'm not associating like a situation with one person or a couple of people with God and 
what the church is supposed to represent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, that's what I really try to do. I'm like, you know what? I know God's character. I know what the church is supposed to be. I know we're supposed to be a people of God. People are supposed to like um, see something different about us and want to get closer to God. So I really try to focus on who God is and God's love and not focus on the hurt I've experienced. That's that's how I've been trying mm-hmm, to get, mm-hmm. and it's still a process. Yeah. I'm still going through it. I'm still, I still have my moments where I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, you I know. Even, I don't even have to be here, okay? <laughs> I have to bless you with my presence. <laughs> right? I don't. I'm gonna be freaking like, in on a Sunday morning. All right. Yeah, but I'm like, let me not do that. And on top of that, like, we're a church body. We're supposed to function together. Like, obviously, it's, it's just like how people talk about like the body, like your fingers, just as important as mm-hmm. your nose or whatever the case is. Like, mm-hmm. they all have a role to play. So I think about that, and I think about who God is in my life, and so that's how I, you know, take it step by step in getting over church hurt. Don't let people make you feel like the tonsil. Don't make people feel like you are married. <laughs> okay, I need to go. <laughs> that, that goes back to like the functional relationship um, that you said, Vicky. Like if, for example, you know, your finger is hurt and you don't care that it's hurting and you're like, your body's just like, eh, it's just the finger though. The rest of the yeah. functioning, like that finger is still hurt. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, Yeah. Mm. And you're gonna wonder why you got no fingers left. They all left. Mm. They go. They, you know. <laughs> you wanna know why you can't? Why you can't pick up something? Why you can't type? Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. For me, I think. I mean, I think I try not to judge women. Like you know, if somebody like wears whatever to church, or not even men, women, women and men. Like sometimes, especially living in Indiana people dress down for church like it's not like new york and also it's not like the black church i think the black, black church, church that's a black church thing yeah yeah they don't really dress up <laughs> for church and not that i have anything against it but when i first i always dress up when i go Same. To church, i can't help it yeah like, ah, it makes me i like i like to dress up for church Same, yeah you know i'm about to stuff with my lord what you talking about the dress right. Exactly. so they're always like and it's like uh I've I've never seen in this way but in my church they're like oh you're such a fashionista I'm like oh really okay. don't yeah they're trying to they're trying to hate on you I hate no. I don't know I don't know there's some underlying right. yeah. message there but exactly that's exactly what it is I ignored it so whenever people um comment to me about what I'm wearing in church whether good or bad it's like, it's like, I don't even process mm-hmm. it. I don't even let that in. Uh, because really, I think as a child that really traumatized me for a while, but mm-hmm. I thank God that my mom really stepped up to, to defend me in that case. And it, it like, she didn't allow it to, she didn't allow it to continue. Um, once she found out about it, like it was an immediate Oh yeah, we're not going back to that church. Yeah, because okay. imagine like the bitterness that could like grow within you, and you, you could be, you know, the age that you age, the age that you are now, and be like, well, that's why I don't go to church. You know, mm-hmm. that's all the enemy needs is like plant one seed, and people are always like, oh, this happened, and mm-hmm. that's why I don't go. That's why I don't, you know, yeah. water my relationship with God. You know, that's why. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you know Rev Kev always says like we think that the enemy wants us to to sin but 
his what he his goal is to separate us from God Mm -hmm. separate us further away from him and what his love means to us and how he thinks about us how how he sees us and I think that's where um that's where that's where church hurt is most damaging because it creates that separation that we're supposed mm-hmm. to have that togetherness. We're supposed to have that intimacy in the church body and with God. And that's, it, it damages it. And sometimes for a lifetime for some people. Yeah. 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 And I was thinking, also thinking about something else Rebecca says about like giving the enemy a foothold. Like it starts like with a toe that a foot. And then yeah, the whole, strong then the whole, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I always like when he says that. Take a toe, yeah. a foothold, and a stronghold. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, what advice would you give to someone who's going through it or, you know, processing it in some way um, and trying to probably get back into uh, the church? Or they are the church, but I'm going to get back into yeah. it. Yeah, going- I have bad advice. <laughs> Um, well, maybe a bad advice, but I'm just like, just leave. If it's, you know, if it's heavy, well, mm. pray and leave, pray and leave. But like, I don't, maybe because I, I'm the one who left, but like, I don't believe in being in a place that, that waters down your spirit, like who, you know, really makes you feel less than what you write like makes you feel lonely in a in a large place like if it's not a good fit then just go like you know obviously don't separate yourself from god but it's just like you said the church is a body it's not just a place if that church is not for you you don't have to leave the church period you could just leave yeah. that church you could just leave that church that's a good point you know yeah that's a good that point. might not be the best advice but i'm no, i'm team yeah. lead I mean, I feel like what you said about like talk to God first because mm. you should say pray about it and like God will show you, God will tell you. Yeah. Like, like I think you just need to have patience and just ask God, like, do you still want me to be here? Mm-hmm. Is there another church you right. want me to go? Is there another church home? And so I just think it just takes um, that prayer, that time with God and talking to him and then making your decision from there. Maybe he does want you to stay. Maybe he wants you to reconcile things. Maybe he wants you to mm. leave. It just depends. And I think that every situation is different. But I think going to God with it first. Because even with my situation, I was like really in, like in it, like annoyed. Like I was like, Mm -hmm. I do not want to be here anymore. And like my pastor, who's my dad, was like, do you want to step down? Like, I didn't say anything to him, nothing to him. But he was like, you want to step down? Like, Mm -hmm. I was just like, yes, I'm good. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) How you answered, okay? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think for me, I always say don't, you shouldn't be led by your emotions, Mm. but I think when you're feeling a certain way all the time, like the problem may just, like, it's probably like, sometimes I think we'd be like, oh, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm too sensitive. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. like, don't invalidate your feelings and try to think I mean, don't react emotionally, but I think try to look at the situation from an illogical place. And I think that's when you can come to make that decision to say, maybe I need to step away and take time to pray. Or maybe I need to step away from my environment. Like, yeah, you you need to, like, I'm I'm never a fan of, well, you feel bad, like, go ahead and pray about it. No, Mm. 
God is God gave us emotions for a reason mm-hmm. so that we can, you know, go to him, consult him, like try to find that advice that we need. Um, and, you know, I think also sometimes for me, you can ask people outside the church, like some of my friends are not church people um, and they still have sound advice mm. and you can use that in like of course again everything is going back to prayer and making sure that it's in line with what god wants for you and the path that he's putting you on but i think like seek advice outside of that church community if the hurt is in the church but don't let it separate you from your relationship with god that part. yeah 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 i agree with that 100 and i think it is important for us to seek wise counsel mm. like and ask god like who to share my hurt with because mm. sometimes you could share your hurt with someone and they got their own hurt and it's like Ooh. their hurt is like coming and you're just mm. like whoa i was sharing about this and now i got every little story about every little mm. like you know and it's like okay maybe this wasn't the right person to share that hurt with mm. and then you can make end up making a decision based off someone else's pain mm. which had nothing to do with yours so i think consulting god on who to talk to as well like getting that wise counsel and just having that like you said, it could be community outside of the church and that's okay. But um, definitely, like you said, first thing is God, whether it's God, do I stay? Do I leave? Who do I talk to about it? That's what's important. So that's my advice as far as dealing with church hurt and not associating it with who God is to you. Um, and so I just want to leave with some verses. Um, Matthew 22, 37 through 40. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. And I brought this up because I felt like the loving the Lord, your Lord first. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important to know God's love for yourself because if you don't know God's love for yourself, you might be looking for it in your community or might look be looking for it in people and mm. people will disappoint you people will 100 percent disappoint you people hurt you right like we're people we're not we're human beings we're, we're not perfect we're gonna make mistakes but if you know god's love for yourself and you know god's character for yourself you won't associate god with how people hurt you so i just felt like that verse was really important like knowing god's love for yourself first and um just that second part of love your neighbor as you love yourself that's hard. I'm still working on that myself, but I know I wouldn't want to hurt anyone, like hurt anyone in a way that I know Mm. would hurt me, like break me down. Like how how would I want to be treated? How would I want to be, um, you know, dealt with? And like, what would I want someone to tell me if I hurt them in some way? Like, how would I want to be approached? I I do think about those things. Now I'm not hundred percent perfect with that, but I thought those two verses were very, or those two commandments um, definitely will help you with like church hurt and dealing with it. And then there was like another verse too about like, oh, if your brother, I think that's in Matthew. Yeah, Matthew 18. Like if your brother sins against you, like go to t- go and tell him about his fault. And I thought that one was um, also another good uh, verse for this because it's like, um, I think we, <laughs> the Bible is just so clear on what to do and we do so many other things like, you know, you might post about it. You might go to another group 
and, and gossip about it instead of going to your brother or sister in Christ. And um, I think what's important with that one too is to go to God first, of course, because I think a lot of people react on emotion. They're like, oh, I feel this type of way. I need to talk to this person mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I need to talk to them. I need to tell them. And it's like, you're reacting and you're emoting instead of just taking the, like, taking that time, forgiving, and then talking to them is important because if you just talk on emotions and reactions, it's not going to, that conversation is not going to go anywhere. <laughs> um, it's just going to be flesh led. So um, I also wanted to bring that up as well. And, and yeah, I hope that helps with uh, anyone who's listening about church hurt. Um, you know, lo- know God's love for yourself, treat people as you would want to be treated. I know that's like a first grade thing. <laughs> no, but, but yeah. it's serious. Yeah. 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 And then go to your brother and sister in Christ after you've forgiven them and spoke to God about it. Because that, uh, you know, instant, like on emotions, is just not, that conversation won't lead anywhere. So um, anybody want to add anything else about church hurt or tips or whatever? Going to your brother in emotions is not going to help. And also never going to your brother and just stewing in your oh, saltiness is not yeah. going to help anyone either. So, yeah, you know. right. Like getting that anger build up. Mm. We saw that with Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You won't, 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 you it's going to be written down in history. And little, yeah, yeah. And that's so sad because he's done so many great like works of art. Like it like so sad that, that we focus on that. But um, but yeah, that was pure emotion and acting on from emotion. And I understand like emotions are feelings and we should be aware of our emotions, but they shouldn't be like they're mm-hmm. alerts, but they shouldn't be direction. Hey, Ooh. that part. Yeah. Right? They shouldn't, they should not be directing you on how you act. Wow. So yeah. I like so. alerts, but not directions. Hmm. Here's a yeah. notification, but I'm not giving you directions. That's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So um, anything else? Is that all we want to say about church hurt? Yes, we're good to go. All right. Um, well, thanks for tuning in. We hope you um, got something out of this. It's blessed you. And this is a word at the table. Church hurt. Church hurt.